Your intuition is telling you to take risks, to do something you're not used to, to step out of your comfort zone. And it feels fucking scary. So you're faced with this fork in the road, this decision that you have to make to be brave and choose to trust or repeat the cycles because it's so familiar. Welcome to Entire Rewire, the show that will allow you to peel back the layers of your mind and reveal who you truly are. I'm Savannah Laster, your host, worthiness coach, and entrepreneur that has a burning passion to spread the light and love necessary for you to step into the most empowered and healed version of yourself. Come get your daily dose of powerful mindset shifts and let's evolve together. I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, I am going to be touching on intuition and more specifically, the fact that you already know the answer to the question that you're asking. But what you've been failing to do, if especially if you don't have clarity around something, is tuning into your truth, tuning into what is present for you. In this episode, I'm going to be taking you through some of the ways that you can start identifying your intuition versus your ego and start listening to that voice. Well, really, it's more of a feeling, not a voice and start trusting that feeling that you get that gut feeling, that intuitive ping, whatever you want to call it. And begin implementing what you know to be true for yourself. I first want to mention that understanding and learning how to tap into my intuition and connect with that is probably the single most important lesson and tool that I've learned on my spiritual journey, period. Because what this has allowed me to do is stay in my own lane, is be true to myself And even though the people around me might have the best intentions in the world and just want me to experience joy and live my best life, sometimes people imposing their opinions and their, I guess, judgment on your life and how they think you should live it can be absolutely damaging to us being able to live out what we see for ourselves and what will actually bring us joy because the only person in this world that knows what will make you happy in this lifetime is you. That's it. You are the only one that can actually identify the things in life that allow you to feel inspired and creative. No one can tell you that. No one can tell you what will ignite a light within you, what will set you on fire. Not like that sounded like really aggressive or like light. What is the saying? Why can't I think of it? Okay, I had to pause it for a second to think of that phrase and it's light you up. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But anyways, no one can know what lights you up inside, what gives you that like butterfly feeling of this is it. 
And that's why it's so important to get really clear on what it is that fuels your passions and that makes you feel alive. And part of doing that is understanding and tuning into, tapping into your intuition. Okay, so let's start off with the question of what is intuition? And actually, how can you differentiate between your intuition and your ego? Intuition is commonly referred to as your gut feeling, but what it is, is a sense of knowing around a situation at hand. And everyone receives intuition differently, but most of the time it's received as a full body feeling, not a thought, but a feeling and a knowing. And a lot of the time, intuition doesn't make logical sense. Whatever conclusion you've come to that was sent by your intuition, it doesn't have any sort of critical thinking attached to it or any reasoning that other people would understand. And that's why it's so hard for people to trust their intuition, me included, because We want to be understood by other people. That's one of our main goals in life is to connect with people. And one of the ways to connect with people is to be understood by them and to feel seen by them. And when you don't have really a logical explanation for something, it's harder for people to connect with you because they didn't have that same feeling. And it's harder for people to make sense of your situation or your life. But It's not their situation to understand. It's not their life to understand. And we have to come to terms with that. The only person that it needs to make sense to is yourself. We could live our entire lives trying to make our life palatable for the people around us, which is absolutely understandable because it's a human instinct to want to be accepted and loved by people. But ignoring your intuition and making decisions based upon the people around you because you want to be loved and accepted will only lead to confusion and a sense of disconnection from yourself. And I prioritized being acceptable to being real, to actually trusting myself and my intuition and living authentically. And I give myself so much love and so much compassion for the version of me that felt like she had to do that. She had to turn off who she really was and hide that from the world to be loved. And I'm sharing this with you because I want to emphasize how important it is to connect to your true self, to accept your true self and allow that to be expressed. And I know how awful it feels to do the opposite, to abandon yourself and really live a life that doesn't even feel like your own. And maybe you can relate to this. Maybe you've had an experience in your life where you were living for other people or you weren't trusting your intuition or you weren't listening to yourself or acknowledging what was true for you. I'm sure we've all had a similar experience in our life, which means that we all know what it feels like to abandon ourselves to some degree. 
which leads me to why it's vital to differentiate between your intuition and your ego and how you can begin trusting your intuition. To start, I want to share a few characteristics of intuition that will actually help you understand more thoroughly. First of all, intuition is processed in your heart center. And the statistic I'm about to share with you is mind-blowing. Did you know that your heart has 40,000 sensory neurons? And our heart actually processes information much like our brain does, but of the non-physical, non-verbal energies. How crazy is that? Like, our heart is a mini brain, and it's so intelligent. And the reason why I am explaining that to you is because our heart receives our intuition before our brain does. And it's important to remember because our heart is processing that non-physical, non-verbal information. And then that information is sent up to our brain to process further. And that's where our logical, you know, more practical sense comes in saying, what the hell? (laughs) What the hell are you thinking? That's insane. We're actually going to do this because it's safer. Because our ego's number one job is to keep us safe. So first you're hit with this feeling that is received by your heart. And because it's almost immediately sent up to your brain to process and all of these doubts start kicking in, we usually, you know, gaslight ourselves or like talk ourselves out of it before we can even think of trusting our intuition. Our ego feels so intense and it feels like we're going to die if we don't trust what our ego is telling us to do because it's designed to make you feel like you're going to die if you don't trust it. But the only reason why it feels that way to you is because whatever your intuition is hinting that you should do feels unfamiliar and therefore your ego deems it to be unsafe. It doesn't mean it's actually unsafe, and I've talked about this in a few different episodes before, but it doesn't mean it's inherently dangerous. It just means that it isn't comfortable or it isn't something that you're used to doing. Or maybe it's something that you've actually never done before, which is why it feels so scary to you. And that's how our ego talks us out of doing things that are meant for us. Our intuition is there for us to follow our alignment and follow the path that is for us. I actually like to see intuition as your internal compass. It's your higher self leading you to your soul's desires and your mission here on earth or your purpose. And it's almost as if your soul is sending you like a turn-by-turn navigation system. That's at least how I see it, and it actually helps me conceptualize intuition as a whole. So you can just see your intuition as a GPS, and this GPS is taking you turn-by-turn to a more aligned path. And I don't really like to see it as there is this big end goal or end destination, But rather, this GPS is allowing more joy and more fulfillment to come into your life. 
And I'm not saying that trusting your intuition is easy because it's not. And a lot of the times trusting your intuition is very, very uncomfortable. And it actually leads to situations that feel very intense and emotional and it might actually be painful, but it was a necessary decision to get you on a path of alignment. The decisions themselves aren't easy. They're not rainbows and unicorns and fulfillment and joy right away, but it's setting you up for more of that ease to flow in. Okay, I'm going to share an example with you guys from my life where I had to deal with the consequences of not trusting my intuition and knowing consciously that I was being given this full body feeling of knowing what I needed to do, but not doing it. In my most recent relationship, I received a download from my intuition to end that relationship. And this happened probably about two months before we actually broke up. But when I received that, it was sent up to my brain to process and that's when the fear started to set in. The fear of losing someone that I loved very much. And also the fear of change and the fear of hurting someone that I cared about. And all of that fear came from my ego. But the initial message that I got wasn't actually attached to fear. It was only when my brain began processing the consequences of this potential decision that fear set in. But because the fear was so great, I chose to not go through with it. I chose to stay. But it's not like there was anything inherently wrong in our relationship. Like nobody cheated on each other. There wasn't like a huge fight that took place. And we honestly had the best time together and I loved him so much. And I still have so much love for him. But it wasn't about who he was as a person or that I couldn't have been happy with him for my whole life because I could have. But my intuition was telling me that this relationship isn't going to serve me on my path to alignment and my purpose. And that letting go of this person and this relationship would be the best thing for me. But like I mentioned before, I did stay. But for those last two months of our relationship, I had already felt like it ended. We were just kind of going through the motions and I think we both knew. I think we both knew that things were leading to a breakup because we were so comfortable and almost too comfortable. I knew that that was just my ego holding on to the fact that I'm so used to being with him. It felt really safe, which is why I chose to trust my ego and not my intuition. And I hope that this story can help you realize some of the ways in your life that you've chosen to ignore your intuition and choose safety and comfort. Even when you probably knew that there was a decision that would better serve you. 
maybe your intuition scared the shit out of you. (laughs) It'll do that. It scares the shit out of me all the time because your intuition is telling you to take risks, to do something you're not used to, to step out of your comfort zone. And it feels fucking scary. So you're faced with this fork in the road, this decision that you have to make to be brave and choose to trust or repeat the cycles because it's so familiar. You can either evolve or repeat. That's really what it comes down to. So in conclusion, your intuition is always sending you messages, whether you're aware of it or not. And when you start tuning into what it is your body's trying to tell you, you can make better decisions for your life and your ultimate happiness. But it takes bravery to stand firm in your truth. Bravery that you possess and are fully capable of acting upon. But it has to be a conscious decision that you make for yourself. And only you can make that decision. And the last thing I'm going to leave you guys with today is a tip on listening to your intuition and getting into a state where it's easier to receive that information. My best advice for this is to get into a meditative state. And all this requires is being by yourself, turning off distractions, and observing what happens in your body, observing your breath, and just existing. And I will say, meditation does take practice because it's hard to turn off your thinking mind. It's hard to turn off your ego and thinking about all the things that you have to do today or something that you're worried about, contemplating the past, predicting the future. That is hard to turn off, but with practice, it becomes so much easier. If you've never meditated before, I just recommend sitting in silence and being still for at least five minutes and practicing coming back to your breath. If your mind starts to run wild, come back to your breath, come back to observing what sensations are happening in your body. And in that stillness is where our intuition is most clear. So before you get into that meditative state, ask your intuition, ask your higher self the question you want to be answered. And the answer may not come to you in the meditation, and it may. It might come to you a day later, a week later, and in maybe a random moment while you're brushing your teeth. (laughs) And by the way, you don't actually need to be in a meditative state or stillness to receive intuition. In fact, you are receiving it all the time. But if there's something in particular that you want an answer to, that is a great way to gain clarity. And that is it for our episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed our talk. I always love sharing this information with you guys and just kind of my perspective on certain topics in the hopes that it will help even one person out there, that it might shift your viewpoint on something or help you move through a certain season of your life. I am so happy you're here. 
thank you for listening. And if you think that this episode might help somebody in your life, please send it their way. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night wherever you are in the world. And I will see you in the next one.